Hi, welcome to For the Bride of the Lamb podcast with Princess Vivian. How are you today? Our topic today is what is Lent? Yes, what is Lent? Before we begin, let us pray. Father in heaven, thank you for loving us. Thank you for accepting us in your Son, Jesus Christ, for sending Him to die in our place so that we might have life in Him. We thank you for that, Father. We invite you right now, Father. Please be with us. Open our hearts, our minds, our understanding, and teach us your word. Speak to us, each and every one of us, in the way we will understand. May your word come into our lives, germinate, take root, and bear fruit. We ask you of these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Help us, Father, to be doers of your word and not hearers only. In Jesus' precious name we ask. Amen. Thank you, Lord. What is Lent? Well, The first mention of land was in AD 325, according to the Oxford Concise Dictionary of the Christian Church. The word land is nowhere in the Bible. It is a word coined by the church. It's nowhere in the Bible, neither is the observation of land anywhere in the Bible. But Lent is a period of about 40 days before every commemoration of the Lord's resurrection, which we call Easter. That, too, has its own history because it's not in the Bible, just like Christmas is not in the Bible. Ha ha ha! (laughs) It involves what the Catholic Church calls penance. Abstinence from meat, stations of the cross, it culminates in Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and all that. This whole thing seems to give people license to do whatever they like all year round until Lent. Then they will come to God only to go back to their former way of life after that till the next Lent. 1 Corinthians 8.8 says, It's true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't lose anything if we don't eat it, and we don't gain anything if we do. Another translation says, But food does not bring us closer to God. We are not worse if we do not eat, and no better if we do. So, trying to observe Lent by, you know, fasting from food and all that once a year does not really fit in in what the Lord told us in the Word of God. We are going to see that as we go on. In Joel 2.13, it says, 
Don't tear your clothing in your grief, but tear your hearts instead. Return to the Lord your God, for He is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He is eager to relent and not punish. So you can come back to God if you have done something wrong. You can come to God at any time, any period of the year, not just during the Lent. I see people just go about doing whatever they like. They do anything. Then, during the Lenten period, they will get back to the church and do the ritual. And off they go again. God is a God of relationships, not a spare tire or an idol to be remembered once a year. God is a living being. Micah 6.8 says, He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you and I but to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? This is an everyday thing. It's not a once a year thing. So how have you been living since last year's Lent? Have you been walking closely with the Lord? Luke 9.23, Jesus says, If anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. It's a daily relationship, my friends. Not a yearly thing. You don't relate with your loved ones once a year. Even if you do, God requires you and I, His children, to have a daily relationship with Him rather than a yearly ritual. Think about it. As a child of God, you can choose to fast any time of the year if the Lord prompts you. It should not be a mandatory thing. It should come from your heart. I know people will be murmuring and be like this uh, abstinence from meat or what, you know, and it gives your conscience the opportunity to condemn you for no reason. You eat meat during the lunch, you're like, oh my goodness, I ate meat. Now your conscience will begin to condemn you and the enemy will have an opportunity to come to condemn you. Look at you, you call yourself a Christian. You could not stop eating meat. You could not even fast. Fasting should not be a mandatory thing. Anything from we do with God should come from our hearts because the Lord looks at the hearts. He does not care about outward ritual if it doesn't come from your heart. Fasting does not make God to love you more or less. God is still God. And his words the same before you start your fasting and when you are done with your fasting. What then is the advantage of fasting? Well, when you fast from food and deprive your flesh of what it wants, your flesh will get weak and its voice dies down so that you can hear what the Spirit of God wants to say to you. It benefits you, not God. 
So you can choose to do it as often as you want all year round or as the Lord directs you and according to your need. People are different and struggle with different things. What I may need to fast from may not be what you need to fast from. I know that the Spirit of God dealt with me about four or five years ago to stop watching the TV, stop listening to secular news, no listening to worldly music, only Christian music. It was challenging then, but now I see that it is one of the best things that God has done for me because it frees all sorts of time for me to spend time with the Lord in the Word, get my exercises done, pray, you know, spend time with family. Before I used to sit down for hours and watch movies that did not add anything to my spiritual growth, only took away from what I had. Thanks be to God how He causes us to grow if we will give Him a chance to work in our lives. I know there was a time that I did not even know that there were Christian music radio stations that I could listen to because I was not looking for them. I liked my worldly music. But thanks be to God for how He changes us, for how He guides and leads us. He knows the best. So that's an example of what I meant when I said that we need to fast from different things and that people are different and so have different needs or struggle from different things and as such need to fast from different things. You may need to fast from social media, not just during Lent, but for life. You can live without them and life has more meaning without them, I tell you, because it, it's mostly facade a front that people are putting up there and it breeds a lot of comparison, bullying and all sorts of vices. It takes away the time from you that you should be spending with your loved ones and with God. So when we have a relationship with God, He will help us. He will help us overcome all bad habits and sins that entangle us. 1 Peter 1.23 says, For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring Word of God. So we were born again through the Word of God because we heard it, heard what Jesus did for us, we believed it, and we received the Lord. So we were born again. We are not born again by what we do, by how many times you fast or not fast. 1 John 3, 9 says, No one who is born of God will continue to sin, because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. The seed of the Word of God has been sown in you when you were born again. And if you give God the time, that seed will germinate. You just need to keep watering it with more Word of God. And it will germinate, take root, bear fruit. I tell you, I am an example. 
1 John 3.6 No one who remains in him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has seen him or known him. So the, the key is to remain in him. Jesus says in John 15.5 that if we abide in him, that we are going to bear fruit. That's given. We will bear fruit. But if you come to him once a year, how can he change you? Not enough time, no commitment. It is just a ritual to fulfill all righteousness. So if your land sounds like what I just described, then you're just going through the religious motion. I hope that's not it. People may see Lent as a way to curry favor with God and get in his good book. But Ephesians 2, 8 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. God knows us. He knows us too well. That if salvation is to be by merit, what you do and what you don't do, we will just be boastful. We will, we will fall into the enemy's temptation. That was his sin, pride. So when you begin to do this, I fasted more than this person. I fasted 40 days. And this other person will say, I fasted 10 days. You've just fasted for one day? Pride comes in and the other person is beaten up by, by your comparison and all that. And God says, no, it's not by works. It's through faith in what Jesus did. That faith is even a gift from God so that no man will boast. I like that. He said, for it is by grace you have been saved. Grace is unmerited favor. You deserve to go to hell, but God sent his son to die in your place, in my place. Through faith in what Jesus did. And even that faith does not come from yourself. It's a gift from God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. Observing Lent once a year seems to promote coming to God by your works and merits. And the Bible does not teach that at all. We are saved by what Jesus did on the cross for us, as we just read. Isaiah 64 verse 6 says, Each of us has become like something unclean, and all of our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all wither like a leaf. And our iniquities carry us away like the wind. Without Jesus, we are lost. Thanks be to God. He came. Galatians 2.21 I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. So, why are we observing Lent? If Christ has died for us, are we doing that so that we can get to heaven? Or are we doing that to become better people? Or are we doing that to show God that we love Him? Why 
do we observe Lent? Because it's not in the Bible. The Bible did not say that the apostles and the early church ever did anything like that. It's not required of Christians to do that. But some churches require their members to do that. If it reminds you of what the Lord did for you and brings more appreciation, then it could be a good thing. But if it's just to fulfill all righteousness, then you need to ask yourself, am I really walking with the Lord or am I doing my own thing and waiting for Lent to go back to the Lord? Galatians 2.21, we just read it. It says that if salvation, righteousness comes through what we do, through the law, keeping the law, Christ died for nothing. Far be that Christ died for nothing for us. I hope you understood what he did for you. Yes, we are saved by God to do good works, but good works do not lead us to heaven or make our names be written in the Lamb's book of life. Receiving Jesus does. Ephesians 2.10 says that, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So ask yourself, do I really have a relationship with the Lord or am I just going through religious motions? Ask the Lord to reveal to you what to do and begin a close walk with Him today. That walk that He called us to deny ourselves daily and follow Him and you will see how He will tremendously change your life. Alright? Don't be going through the motions. If Lent brings you closer to God, glory be to God. But if it's a yearly ritual that does not mean anything to you, my friend, you're not doing it right. You can fast any time of the year. You can abstain from stuff any time of the year. You don't go binge on sin and get back to God during the Lent, Lenten season. That's not what God wants from His children. If your children do that to you, you will not like it. So think about this. Pray about it. And I pray that the Lord will show you where you stand. Until I come your way next time, remain blessed. Thank you.